Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was to align your jaw. The season that we did not use the Power Plus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions, and you know, obviously um, we contributed to the Power Plus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've you know been using them. Obviously, we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that, that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, and that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
The Northeast Texas Sports Network is dedicated on delivering the most entertaining sports broadcasts in East Texas. And if you're interested in having your next sporting event stream live, visit us online at netsn.live. Welcome, everyone, to the Beast from the East show. It's your boy, Brett Swinney here, alongside of some other cast of characters on NetSN. We've got Mr. Red Zone with us, Kyle Owens. Uh, our newest member of NetSN, our newest color commentator, Christian Blevins, is joining us today. Uh, Coach Jeremy Hubbard and your boy CM. How's it going, fellas? Good, good. Good. It's going. Um, how, how'd you do last week? I know I know one particular person that he bragged last week, but two weeks in a row, Mr. Red Zone. Hey, this week is actually the perfect week. 10 and 0. 10 and 0. So I'll pat myself on the back for that one. I appreciate uh, appreciate my picking. So if you're uh, watching this, you should listen to my picks. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> He, he made sure to mention that right after everything was settled in on Friday. He made sure to mention that. Oh, that's just what I looked at. I didn't see no other acknowledgments. So, you know, I, I looked at it and I saw, oh, there's only one person that went 10 and 0. It's me. Let me uh, make sure people know that I went 10 and 0. Yeah, a, a weak winner. One of us. Somebody from Netherlands has got to win one of the weeks, right? I mean, what do I get? Huh? What do I get? Well, you have a lanyard. That's normally what we pass out for our winners. But you know, <laughs> if you'd like another lanyard, nah, that's all right. I got two of them actually. So I unless just... unless you you know you keep winning, then you you might have uh, your eyes set on that nice belt. That's where I'm that, that tiny belt. That's why I'm going after. <laughs> hey, hey! I, I just want to say welcome to the Ten and O Club, Ko. Hey, thank Take you a little bit to get there with me, but I, I it, it was lonely in here. Uh, yeah, so glad oh. you got here. Yeah. I was pretty pumped about my nine and one. I was until I, too until I saw the ten and zero, and I was like, "Head gum." Hey, the good <laughs> news is that Diggs didn't gain any on me because he only went nine and one too. So that was good. Man, I'm trying to get back on. I'm, I'm not having to. I don't. I'm tired of scrolling to see my name on the overall. So I'm just below it. I'm, I'm in nineteenth, I think now. So I'm getting there. Tied. From, there's a bunch of us there, but uh, we're working. Christian, did you pick this week? No, so when I tried to, my phone was dead. And then after oh. that, I didn't think nothing about it. Okay, well, the good news for you is we start all over. You can you can pick this week. Corey, how'd you do? Oh, I can't remember what, six and four, something like that? Five and five, six and four, something like that. Okay, okay. A couple upsets didn't go my way, but that's that's to be expected. Well, if, hey, if, you, if you'd have won the Lindell game, man – I could have turned your years what? around. The disrespect. Andre game, Lindell. One game. Wow. For Lindell? One vote for Lindell? That was Corey, I think. I couldn't believe that either. I was I was surprised that only was only one. That would have been a steal. You would have gained on everybody. I mean, well, hey, somebody's gotta do it. Can't always be the you know. You know, really I thought the whole week was really kind of skewed. Like there were very few picks that were even close to even. I mean Yeah. No, no. It was interesting. You know, I, that, I knew that, it was gonna go bad. I knew it was gonna go bad on Saturday. Cause I mean, if 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 a weird week happens, you know, typically it's not very good for Texas and OU. So yeah, we don't. Nah, uh, uh, that's the one way to get you off the show real quick, there, Christian. Start hey, getting horns down. I said twenty-eight to twenty-seven OU, but I didn't think like I like I was telling guys before the show. I didn't I didn't think. I didn't think Gabriel was going to do what he did. So, well, Bob Stoops' son is good. He's pretty good. 
Oh, you well. think anything, anything didn't have burn on to us? Well, here's <laughs> I know quite a few Oklahoma fans. For some reason, I don't understand why I do. But, I, you know, I told them this. I said, congratulations, because if you don't beat us in December, it was for nothing. So, because uh, if we win in December, we're going to play off and you're going to go to the Cotton Bowl. So, congratulations <laughs> there. So, uh, we'll see, oh, man. Yeah. Big 12 championship. I'd rather I'd rather lose this one and win the last one than, than exactly. So, because exactly. you get the- because we already have our our as long as Alabama keeps winning for us and does they're going to win out they're going to win the SEC by the way Georgia doesn't have a chance against Alabama this year I don't I, I'm just mm. throwing it out there because Saban is not a happy camper and it's just going to keep getting better and then when they're twelve and one and we're twelve and one and we be, beat we'll be in the playoff yeah. so it'll be good well mm. the good news about the picks guys is we can again trash them away and start over so let's go let's go for it. Uh, Week eight of the Pickums. Uh game one, Jefferson Atlanta, guys. Um man, this to me, I I, I looked at this game preseason. I was like, man, this could be for the district championship. But now that I've seen Atlanta, they're just not as good as they have been this year. Jefferson has been pretty solid. Uh four and one right now. Uh, they lost to Timpson, which how many people can we say that about on our on our uh pick-ems? Probably a lot. Six Believe of them. Wow! and they schedule a tough schedule um they've been they've been destroying folks minus that game they won 41 to 0 over new boston 64 nothing over hugh springs 41 to nothing over centerville and 71 18 over white oak uh and i don't even know if there's a choice here it's gotta go gotta be atlanta or gotta be jefferson here not not uh nothing else to say there really yeah, I think they're the most complete team in the district. I mean, it's it's hard to look at the rest of it. Tatum, they can score points, but they're also giving up a ton of points. Sabine, who knows what they are now? Mount Vernon, who knows what they are? Atlanta beat Sabine last week. Gladewater is over. I mean, who thought that was coming, right? So, I mean, I, man, I'm with you, Brett. I, if you'd asked me a month ago, I'd have told you Atlanta was the pick here, hands down. But I look, look at it now and the, the work they put out, and um, I'm going with Jefferson too. I think it's the I think it's the safe pick. Outside of the Timpson game for Jefferson, they've given up 18 points all season long. So defense, we always talk about defense, will win championships. And I, Atlanta got an impressive win over Sabine last week. I, I was surprised by it. Um, but, yeah, no way they're beating Jefferson this week. So give me the Bulldogs. I was um... – I was really impressed, you know, looking at the highlights. I was impressed with, you know, Jefferson's defensive line and their offensive line both. So, yeah, give me Jefferson this week. I was my turn. Okay. I'm picking Jefferson straight up. Um, I'm going to pick a Bulldog over Rabbit any day. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's a solid strategy, Corey. I like that. All right. Game two. Sabine Gladewater. Um, big rivalry game here, guys. Um, you know, it's hard to even imagine that I'm gonna go with Sabine here. Like, how far is Gladewater falling when when I'm picking Sabine to be Gladewater? Sabine, they've been kind of they've been solid. I mean the teams they've beaten, we don't know how good they are. We know Spring Hill's not real good. That was a win. Wascom is down. Mount Vernon win was the one that 
that kind of surprised me. Um, but, you know, I think looking at the, their schedule here, they're going to beat White Oak. They're going to beat Gladewater, I think. You got, you know, Tatum and Je- – I think they get fourth in this district here behind Tatum, Jefferson, and Atlanta, and I think they make the playoffs. And that's a big accomplishment for that out there at Sabine. So, um, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Sabine here in this one. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm struggling on this one. I'm, right now I have wrote down Sabine, but that is subject to change uh, throughout the week, depending on how I feel. Because honestly, I don't know what Sabine is, but it's really hard to get a gauge on what Gladewater is because they played such a, t- a tough non-district. With, they're playing Dangerfield, Mount Vernon, Malakoff, and Gunner. All in non-district play. So, can I, can I give you a stat though, Mr. Owens? Please. So, here's what I go by. I see a common opponent on the schedule is Spring Hill. Gladewater mm-hmm. okay. lost to Spring Hill. To me, I mean, if you lose, I mean, no offense to Spring Hill, but they're not good. And Sabine beat Spring Hill. So, to me, that, that's all I need to see. That's that's why I have Sabine wrote down. That's why I'm picking Sabine because of the common opponent. But with that being said, I think Gladewater. I don't think Gladewater is your common 0 and 6 team. Like sometimes you look at an 0 and 6 team, like they Jacksonville, for example, it's not a good football team. <laughs> I don't think Gladewater is that way. I think Gladewater is actually maybe a decent football team, not a not a, a state championship caliber team by any means. But I think they are could be fighting for a playoff spot. I don't think that 0 and 6 record is really indicative of just how good this Gladewater team could be. So. I think it'll be closer than we expect, but I am picking Sabine. You know, we spent a lot of time talking last week about scheduling and how you schedule and how that affects your team. Yep. We're about to see if it paid off for Gladewater because the only reason I think you would make that schedule the way you did was to get ready for the district slate. There's nobody in the district other than Jefferson at this point that I would say is unbeatable when you look at it, right? Like, they lost to Tatum last week. Okay, whatever. But could they beat Sabine this week? Yeah, they could beat Sabine this week. Could they beat uh, Wascom? Yeah. Could they beat Mount Vernon? Yeah, they could. So we're going to find out. And this is the first chance they get because if they lose this one, then I'm, I'm ready to write them off. I'm going Sabine, too, because I think the Spring Hill loss stands out to me, not just because it's a common opponent, but because I don't think Spring Hill is very talented either. And they lost us to Spring Hill. Um, I just, man, I don't know. I'm going to go with Sabine after their, you know, the way they've played Atlanta. Here's the thing about Atlanta. We, we didn't mention this a minute ago, Brad. You, saw, you mentioned you saw them. Those guys are super athletic, man. They got some guys on the team that can absolutely go. The running back has a ton of D1 offers. So to be, to hang in that game with them on their turf uh, is pretty impressive. But I'm going to go with Sabine over Gladewater. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sabine too. Um, I, I just don't really, in all seriousness, I I, I did pick uh, after their – really after their 0-5 start, I did pick them to go 3-7, and seven, maybe 2-8 and eight or whatever. But I, I, in all seriousness, I, I really don't think that Claywater, um, I, I just don't think they really have enough right now. So I'm going to go with Sabine. I'm going to say this. If you're picking any, anybody other than Sabine, this is, is the, it, you know, it is what it is. I, I don't know. Sabine's going to win this game probably by a lot. I'm picking Sabine, dog. I'm just going to Sabine. <laughs> Everybody, 
Everybody's Bean. I ain't. I ain't gonna be no fool. Hey, ben, 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 uh, the game one was Jefferson Atlanta. Who you going with on that one? Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna mm. go with Atlanta. That's bold. Is that your super dog of the week? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be my one. <laughs> That's my one right there. I already, so I didn't already used it up. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you only get one. Mm-hmm. All right, game three, the Battle of the Burrows, Winsboro versus Pottsboro. Uh, man, Winsboro has been drumming, drumming people out the. I mean, just destroying folks. Um, I just, I don't know if I can pick against Winsboro right now, man. They just, they're tough. I don't. I'm looking ahead in, in a, a game with them in Malakoff at some point down the line in the playoffs right now. I mean, they haven't had a close game all season. The closest game, well, Hook's game was the closest one. That was eight points. But, you know, the game that wasn't finished, you know, if you're a Hook's fan, the game didn't really count. So um, they've got three games left in their schedule. Uh, their buys the very last week, so they'll have a week to get healthy and go scout who they're going to play. Um, but I think it's going to be – I think Winsboro wins by – Several touchdowns in this one. I don't think the the battle of the Burrows is as close as I thought maybe preseason would have been. No, I agree with you. I think Kyler Finney and the Winsboro Red Raiders are – I've said this every week. I think this this could be Winsboro's year. Again, like you said, looking down the road for Malakoff. But as far as this game against Pottsboro, Pottsboro's got some weapons. They're running back Major McBride. He's going to be – Winsboro's going to have to stop him. He's, he's kind of stirs the pot for Pottsboro. Um, but – I'm not betting against the Red Raiders at all. So give me Winsboro. Yeah, not a, um, I'm going to say this, not a knock against Pottsboro, uh, but their secondary, if I was a coach, they would probably make me nervous. Um, so I'm, I'm going I'm to go with Winsboro on this one. Yeah, I talked last week about the fact that Pottsboro Mineola, the, the game was as close as it was, kind of leads me to believe that Winsboro is in a whole different category in that district. And I think Pottsboro is a team that, that, you know, do they finish second in the district? I don't know. We'll see. But I, I think Winsboro is just a, a head above everybody else. California's going to have a big night. And uh, you mentioned that Winsboro Malakoff game, Brett. I, I think that's one that we all ought to be looking forward to and hope it's at Rose again so we can all uh, get there pretty easily. I'm gonna go with uh, Winsboro. I'm gonna pick the uh, the W barrel over the P barrel, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, hey, it's it's what it is. Yeah, I mean, you know, Pottsboro 50, 56 nothing over Bonham, fifty five to four. I mean, it's six and zero. Oh. I mean, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the evil that I know, and I'm gonna pick the Winsboro. I, you know, I, I'm just funny. I can, really can't say that when the when Winsboro Raiders, it's hard. It's really hard to say. Honestly, it really is. It's a tongue twister. And you just thinking through Red Raiders, when Winsboro Red Raiders, I, I'm, I'm say where. Okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna say where Winsboro Red Raiders. That's that's how, that's how I say. It. <laughs> Uh, overthinking, Vince. I mean, Pottsboro is really, really good. 
They're really good, but so is Winsboro. And this was the problem last year because Pottsboro, Winsboro, and Whitesboro were all good, and they all thumped each other. So, uh, I think Pottsboro won a close one against Winsboro last year. I got a feeling Winsboro is going to want some payback, so I'm going to go with Winsboro on them. All right. So, Winsboro for the sweep. Game four. Uh, I'm already there. Uh, I'm I'm in Dallas getting some scoop on this one. I'm live. I've got the the team's practicing uh, behind me here. I've got to talk to some of the players and inside scoop on Dallas Covenant as they uh, they host the Brook Hill Guard this week. Um, I'm hearing chatter that they're scared that that Brook Hill's looking really good. Uh, their D line is is vicious. They they, they do the penguin every week. <laughs> penguin dance is really scaring them in film. Um, and so I've, I've just, I just have a good feeling about, uh, this, this week's game. Um, me and Rob will be traveling to Dallas to cover this game, um, with a special guest, uh, color commentator. I don't know who it's going to be yet, but uh, we'll find out to, to be determined, but, uh, we will be. And I just, I feel like Brook Hill's going to go in and this is a game that they've got to have. They, they, they want that second place C where they can host the game. Um, and so, they they got to take care of the two teams below them. This is one of them, and I think they're going to take get, take care of business in Dallas and uh, come home with a win. Uh, yeah, give me Brook Hill. You know, I heard they got a uh, a solid defense over there. Uh, there's a, a great defensive line coach, I believe, over there. That um, he's pretty, average. Yeah, he's, he's average. pretty 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 above average over there. So uh, I'm going to give me the Brook Hill guard over. I gotta see this penguin dance. I gotta see this penguin dance. You would have to come out to a game, Corey. You need to get your bring your video camera. You know, come out to the next home yes, game. I'm, no, no, no. I'm just gonna come out. I'm gonna so say I got everything here visualized. But if, if I don't want, I don't want to catch it. Why? I don't want see if I come out there. You already know I'm gonna have the camera. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna come out. I'm just gonna I'm surprise it. I'm gonna catch him off guard. <laughs> catch him off guard. Um. Give me Brook Hill. Oswald. I'm going to go with Brook Hill. Um, so Brook Hill. Mm-hmm. Coach Hubbard, how, how how good is that front seven? I heard it I heard it was pretty good. Our front seven? I'm, I'm going to tell you our front seven is uh, mm, it's really good. So just to bar wrestling term, I told our D-line Saturday in film, I said, listen, I'm, I'm in full hill mode. Y'all just need to get ready because – I'm tired of hearing about everybody else's defense and everybody else. Like, it's time for us to get some recognition. We scored another touchdown, another D-line touchdown Friday night, by the way. Uh, mm. That puts us at three on the year from D-line. So, um, and and we are not we are, we are are not handing out points very freely at this point. And uh, we've played a lot better offenses than we're going to see Friday night with Covenant. They, uh, you know, the one thing I tell you about a team, when they, when they show a bunch of tricks and they have to line up in different formations, I, I sent Brett a formation. And they've done this about seven times where they put the five linemen up on the line of scrimmage. They put a running back about three yards behind them. And they put the other five guys in a line like another offensive line about three yards behind him. And they then they shift out. So when you got to do all that and you're playing a defense like us, good luck. Um, they beat us last year for homecoming because we were not prepared. That will definitely not be the case this this year. And uh, obviously I'm picking us, and, and it may be the um, the biggest spread of the week. Oh, mm. 
Biggest oh, wow. I'm, oh, off the yeah. I'm excited to, to make the trip. I'm, uh, got me fired up already. Okay. Just um, I'm, I'm going to pick Brook Hill by 14. Um, mm. I, I, th- I think <laughs> I think that they're going to think that I think Brook Hill is going to pull away late. And uh, it's going to be a fun show. I'm a, I'm, I mean, I'll be in Lindale, but I mean, I'm going hey, to watch it a little bit. Is. You can watch it on NSN while you're at the game. Oh yeah, shoot. When that, when that game's probably out of hand in Lindale real early, you can you can watch it. Hey, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I do want to say this about the Penguin Dance Court. So uh, this week, NetSN was not at Brook Hill, so it was left to my own devices to stream the game. And so we streamed from an iPad, which put on YouTube. So if you search our YouTube, it zoomed out enough that uh, when we scored our defensive touchdown. Uh, not only did the whole D line and one of the linebackers get in on the penguin dance, the 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 field goal team running on the field, half of them were doing the penguin dance on the way to the field. So uh, it's kind of taking its own thing. I was even the mascot even made fun of me in the pep rally Friday for the penguin dance. So um, <laughs> it's like full hill mode, man. I don't know how you can be a hill with a penguin, viral. but it's gonna go viral. It already did. There's a TikTok out there, but it's okay. We don't have to talk about that one. So. <laughs> Corey? Corey? Oh. Oh, VH all the way, man. Good kill. <laughs> and we're going to score on defense twice, by the way. I'm just telling you. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Y'all going to pull away late? Twice. Twice. Mm. All right. Brooke Hill with the sweep. Uh, game five, the game that uh, Christian will be at this Woo! week in Lindale. Uh, as Lindale hosts the number one team in the state, the Chapel Hill Bulldogs. Um this is going to be a lot of points, a lot of points on the board in this one. Um, Chapel Hill scored 79 last year, I believe, in this game. Uh, Christian, was that the number 79? Yeah. That was. Uh, we, we might see 80 this week. I don't know. Uh, if Lindale keeps scoring, then it, it may be a, this may be a basketball game over in Lindale this week. Um, I'm going to take the Bulldogs. I think win by two, two or three touchdowns at least. Maybe more than that. It just depends on uh, how well the Blue Storm defense plays. But I think Chapel Hill now is they, – they kind of put the put the pedal to the metal. I think the Palestine game got a little bit uh, close and woke them up. And I think they uh, take care of business over there against those Kyle Owens and the Lindell Eagles. So I know we'll talk more about this game later on in the uh, weekly wrap-up show. <laughs> but at the Kilgore-Lindell game – We've talked all year about Kilgore's defense, and Lindell put 29 up. And early in that game, in the first half, Lindell was going score for score with Kilgore. I mean, it, they were – and eventually Kilgore's speed kind of took over the game and, and it got away from, from Lindell. But I say all that to say we, we know Chapel Hill's defense is not the stoutest defense. That's, that's something that we've talked about all year long that is going to be the, the hump that they're going to have to get over and, and overcome in order to win a state championship. So I think Lindell will put up some points on Chapel Hill. Problem is Chapel Hill's offense is very, very good. And Lindell's defense just gave up 64 to a team that hadn't put up that many points all season long. Mm-hmm. So um, with all that being said, I am picking Chapel Hill to beat Lindell. Uh, but I do think it'll be a basketball score. But you're right. There may be 80 points scored by Chapel Hill. It's possible. Well, I'm glad you picked him, KO, because 
I, I was going to have to do LL Cool J in any given Sunday and raise my hand with you. I didn't want you to be alone out there, right? Uh, yeah, Chapel Hill, Chapel Hill is going to boat race him. It's going to be ugly, I think. I, you know, here's the thing. Lindell may be able to score, but we know Lindell's defense is one of the worst among the teams that we think are contenders or playoff teams or whatever. Um, and I, I just don't think there'll be a way for him to slow down Chapel Hill. And and uh, Chapel Hill, the Palestine game, I hope, Brett, I think you're right. It had to wake him up. Right, the, the player. If not, if nothing else, the coaching staff at least. Right, like I'm just no. I'm and I'm thinking through in my head. If we were in that game and, and we win by nine over a team that we feel like we should be worse than that, the next couple weeks practice is gonna be pretty intense. So I think the defense will play better. And, oh, uh, and I think Jacksonville. Part of Jacksonville's problems they didn't have any Wi-Fi. That's why they they couldn't score this past Friday night. <laughs> no, that's not why. That's not why they couldn't score. Uh, hey, listen, they're just not very good. <laughs> They're just um, y'all gonna be shocked about this. Uh, <laughs> so, listen, I, I, me and Whitman, we were at, uh, we were at the Chapel Jacksonville game, and uh, I love what I saw from Brisbane. You know, his arm, his arm strength has gotten better. Uh, Ricky Stewart, I, I said, did they trade for Usain Bolt? Because uh, I mean, he, he is. He is just probably one of the fastest running backs to come through Texas high school football that I've ever seen. Um, but Lindell, Lindell did not play well defensively against Kilgore. Um, Kilgore had, I think they have what two, three running backs that are that were really, really good. Um, but their offense overall was just good. Having said that, Chapel Hill has had some problems. And the one problem that they've had is their front seven having to stuff the A gap and B gap. Um, so y'all gonna be shocked about this score, but I'm gonna go Chapel Hill fifty-eight, Lindale fifty-one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not. I don't know. I I don't think it shocks me that much. I I haven't been too impressed with the defensive play uh from chapel hill they're good but i think it's 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 to me their defense is good because of only about there's about two people that i can point out that are d1 competitive uh and and they make it good right but i think they could be better defensively offensively they're a monster um so I think it's probably going to be close too. I think it'll be a close game, but I think Chapel Hill's going to win. Obviously, because they they play four quarters strong, and you haven't found anybody yet that can do that uh, with them. So, um, but I will. I I do think that Lindell's offense obviously is going to put up some numbers, uh, probably close to what Chapel Hill can do, kind of like what Gilmer did. You know, Gilmer was able to put up fifty something points on them. Uh, so I I think it'll be something like that. I, I agree with you, Christian, on that one. So, uh, but I'm going with Chapel Hill for the win. I will say this before before anybody else answers. Um, they have to stop Clint Thurman. They they have to stop. I, I mean, he literally almost has a, over a thousand, almost has a thousand yards, and he's just only a quarterback. So they have to stop him. Yeah. You know, I I say that off care. Somebody talked to me about the somebody. I got a, a buddy of mine that's a referee, and uh, he was telling oh, me God. about uh 
<laughs> oh my he apparently God. he was at the Chapel Hill game and he he was telling me some stuff and I was like, well, I, I we'll talk about that off camera though. I ain't gonna say that on camera. Yeah. You got good authority. <laughs> line ain't that yeah, good. Enough. He was he was right there. He said, man, he had some stuff. He had some words to say, and I was like, okay, all right, well. You said the offensive line ain't that good, man. Ain't nobody blocking that good. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't that. It was something else. It, it was no, just something else. It, it ain't. No, it, it ain't something I'm gonna say. Okay. And a complete side note, oh. there, Vince. Don't tell him whoever your referee friend is. Don't tell him you know me because if he's in the middle, I'm yelling at him every week. So. <laughs> <laughs> keep my, keep my he name was just my, like keep my name like, my mouth, Vince. Like he told me, he just he just you know walked. He turned around and looked at me and he said, "I know you from Chapel Hill, but I need to say this." And I was like. All right, before you go, whatever you about to say, <laughs> I like just I want you to think about it before you say it now. <laughs> like I am, uh, he said no. Nah, yeah. He said he said no. Nah, I'm I'm I'm. He said I'm 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 positive on this. He said I I I didn't seen enough, and I was like, okay, all right, cool. So I will I like, say right. this: going to Lindale, going to Lindale is like going to Highland Park. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there. It is like going to Highland Park. I mean. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. That's a, that's a passionate game. That that Lind, that's a passionate oh, man. game, bro. So, I mean, I I can I can see the tempers <laughs> flaring. I can see the tempers flaring in this one. So yeah. I'm trying to trying to get my, trying to pull myself up. So um, you know, man, being around a lot of coaches and stuff, and you know, why well, I really miss that stuff. To be honest with you, boy, I miss miss that locker room stuff like like yesterday. But anyway, um, if I'm coach Ridden at this point, like this week of practice ain't no joke. Like this is it. Like the season doesn't get any easier after this point. You know, that Jacksonville game, you could have JV team probably could have beat Jacksonville. It would have been a one point game with Jacksonville. Whatever. Like that's cool. Penalties, we don't need to have any penalties against Lindell. I don't care what their record says. They've beaten us. We've only beaten them one time in how many years? They still wow. have it over here. And then you're going to play at their house. This is a trap record, game. Yeah. This is a trap game at this point. It could go either way. You go out there, you start having penalties against Lindell, and our offensive line is 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 bigger than our defensive front. They know they can run the football. Let's, 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 peel, let's peel back the skin a little bit. They can run the football on us, Okay. They can, and they will. You you start getting penalties, you start turning the ball over and not playing smart and not taking care of the football, then their field position is shrunk, and they can they can score easy points. Now, mm-hmm. our offense is good. Yeah, offense is straight. It's good. So now we'll look at my defense a little bit. Are you, are you going to be the defense that bends? You going to give up? You, you going to have them have a career night? They going to score 50 points? They going to score 60 points? You make a statement this game. This game is a game chapter needs to make a statement. They need to they need to beat them 55 to 6. 55 to 10. You make a statement tonight. I don't, don't want to hear nothing else about, well, we did this. Well, I don't want to hear that crap. You got nine or ten D1 athletes on your football team, four or five guys from the defensive going D1. I don't care. You make a statement. Pads are popping. We're leaving out of here. Get it. It's a business trip. Now I'm getting a little intense, but that's All how right. that's how you pitch the it business, at this point. The business trip's coming that's out. How you pitch it at this point. <laughs> like you, you come right if you if you're who you say you are, it's it's three games left in the season, and you're trying to flirt around with not make. No, nah, man, I don't care what your record is at this point. 
you still got it. It's some, it's some boys in the playoffs a little bit better than Lindell. And, and the competition gets better and better each week. Better pay attention. It's a trap game tap here. They're not, pay, they're not yeah. messing up. And in my opinion, it all starts. It all starts at four o'clock tomorrow. They got practice. You cannot have. You cannot have. That is the one thing that has beaten Chapel Hill when they play Lindell. You cannot have a bad practice. It takes one bad practice when you play Lindell if you're in Chapel. One. And and literally, they will embarrass you, especially in that stadium. Let me tell you a secret. That's anybody. It just takes one bad practice. <laughs> Especially, especially in basketball, you playing two games a week, and sometimes three games a week. This takes one bad practice. It takes one scouting report, missing assignment, and this it's a wrap. But anyway, all right. So Chapel Hill with the sweep there. Uh, game six. Um, this one's interesting. This is a big district game as far as for both teams. Um, McKinney North uh, is going to come into Lufkin. And uh, take on the Lufkin Panthers, guys, and and just look at the way this district is kind of folding now. We we kind of talked about the fact that um, you know Tyler High and Lufkin they were on the outside looking in last year. Okay, we look at the way the district standings are right now. Lufkin is sitting in a three way tie for fifth with West Mesquite, Tyler High, and Lufkin. Oh, and Lancaster as well. So all through all four way tie. So four way tie for fourth. Um. Mm-hmm. This is a big game for Lufkin. Um, McKinney North three and is tied with Longview right now. Uh, they've at, at this point they've played West Mesquite, Tyler High, and Lancaster, beat all three. Um, I got to see McKinney North play. I went and watched them play um, Tyler High a few, few weeks ago. Um, they impressed me. They they started like off the game. I liked the way they were coached. They came out. They got the kickoff. They scored. Coach. Was aggressive, got onside kick, got him up fourteen nothing. It was just too much for Todd to overcome, so they were able to go on the road and t- to beat Tyler High. Um, problem is, I don't know. It's hard to tell how good Lufkin is versus Tyler High because we don't really know. You know, I'm looking at the schedule. They did handle Legacy a little bit better, so maybe they're a little bit better than than Tyler High is right now. I don't know. But then they got a blank against Longview forty two zero, which worries me. Um, and then they lost to Forney. So it's hard. This is a t- this is probably one of the toughest picks of the week for me. Um, it's in Lufkin, so that gives Lufkin the advantage. But McKinney North is rolling right now, and I it's just it's tough to pick against them right now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna go with McKinney North over Lufkin. Uh, there's two other games on here that. Uh, I have all my picks written down over here. There's two games that I have blank spaces on because they're harder than this one. McKinney North easily in uh, in this one. It's just not that that hard for me. Um, I saw Lufkin against Longview, and granted, it was against Longview. I get it, but they just didn't look very good. Now, they, they did go out and get a good win against North Mesquite last week. North Mesquite's not a very good football team. They got a win over Tyler Legacy. Legacy's not a very good football team. They got a win over Nacogdoches. Dax Joseph's not a great football team. So their wins aren't very good. Now, McKinney North, they kind of beat the bottom half of the of the district as well in their uh, district play so far. But I think McKinney North's the better football team right now, so I'm taking them. You know, but North has a little, has a little house money to play with, right? They beat Lancaster and they beat Tyler. 
In terms of getting a playoff spot, those are two of the teams they got to beat to get in there, right? We know Longview is going to get one of the spots. Forney's going to get one of the spots. And then from there, we don't know, right? It's going to be some combination of North, Lancaster, Tyler, Lufkin. North, if they win the game, they're pretty much going to solidify a playoff spot because they've beaten all the teams they need to beat to get in. But for Lufkin, they're in win-now mode. I don't see a way that Lufkin can lose a game the rest of the way and get in. None of them can. All of those that are tied, they can't. Well, Tyler, they have to win. Tyler and Lufkin are the ones that are really behind the eight ball. So, mm-hmm. number one, those two, when they play, the loser is going to be out. The winner is still play, not going to be in. And they play each other next week. Yeah. So, so that we'll, yep. we'll figure that out. So, like, to your point, this is even a bigger game for Lufkin and yeah. Tyler High this week because they're yeah. playing each other next week. L- Lufkin has to beat. They have to win this one. They've got to beat Lancaster, and they've got to beat Tyler to get in. Otherwise, they're out. They lose any of those three, they're out. Okay. How far has Lufkin football fallen? I, I was watching Red Zone Friday night, KO. And they had the guy from KTRE on. And he's talking about the Lufkin win and how great of a win it was. And I didn't, they never talked about the score. They just talked about how great of a win it was. I went back and looked at the score and they won 25 to 7 over North Mesquite. We're talking about that's a great win for Lufkin. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, that's how far Lufkin football has gotten to, KO, that we're celebrating an 18 point win over a bad North Mesquite team that's won one game all year. They hadn't been very good the past few years, Lufkin. Yeah. No. McKinney North's going to win this one, even in Lufkin. Uh, they're going to win, and and now it sets up where Lufkin will really be in desperation mode. I, I don't, I don't, I don't honestly don't think they lose this week. There's any way mathematically for them to get in unless all kind of chaos breaks loose, like Vince likes. But I think if they lose this one, they're out. And if they lose this one, they're going to get blown out next week. I'm gonna throw something at you, though. I'm gonna throw something at you. So, Forney and Longview played. The score was 13 to seven. But when they played Lufkin, Lufkin is as of right now, is the only team that has scored the most on them as far as like they, they put up 21 on them. Now, you're about that 40. may not be a lot uh, on Forney. Yeah. On Forney. So, but that may not be a lot, but you're talking about a Forney team that um, their first week was against Crandall, 64-10. And then it was Memorial, 62-0. Poteet, 53-0. West Mesquite, 69-0. And then they play Lufkin. And the score was 42-21. to You know, then they go and they play Longview, and Longview only gave them 13. You know, and it makes me question: Lufkin may not be that far off. You know, well, Forney you know, was a good team, and Forney, Forney was slated Forney, to beat Longview. Forney Longview, Forney Longview is a good game, which was what yeah, 13 to seven. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that, but what but, I'm saying is that I don't think Lufkin is as far off as people think. Longview blank Lufkin 42 to zero. But here's the thing about Longview. Here's the thing about Longview Friday night. They had the ball on the one twice and couldn't score. They got field goals out of both teams. So the, the 13-7 score is a little misleading, I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, they didn't get in, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't count. But I think mm-hmm. Forney's a really good football team. And I think I mean to your point, Vince. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that Forney obviously has a really good defense, right? Yeah. It, it looks to be proven that they have a really good defense. Yeah. And so far, Lufkin is only they're the only team that's been able to put up 21 on them. At least, so it makes me question. Lufkin might be pretty. Lufkin might be all right. They might be okay, you know. And then you talk about McKinney North. McKinney North is. I mean, they won. They lost only uh, one game. I think is that right? Only yeah, one? right now, yeah, they lost one. Game. So, um, was that a non-district? 
Yeah, they're three and zero in district. It was yeah, yeah, that, yeah. They haven't lost in district at all. I mean, they're going to lose two. They, they still got Longview and Forney. I mean, they still got both of them. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just, I, I guess what I'm saying is, I don't know. I feel like it's, I don't know. Just take them, Vince. I, take Lufkin. Go ahead. <laughs> it just ain't easy to say McKinney North got it. Like I, I, I don't know, man. Like I just. I don't know. And don't then knowing Lufkin got to have this win, that's the other East thing. You got to think about this, too. Like, you, Lufkin got to have this. They got to have this game to get in. You know. Tyler High needed that one. Desperation, desperation can make it. you do a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of things. So. I'm a, you know, I wrote down McKinney North. I think I'm going to go with Lufkin. Oh, okay. I think I'm gonna go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, remember this though, Vince. When you when you make your actual picks, it ain't gonna be the one you wrote down. <laughs> hey, hey, did he tell you I went nine and one? Did he tell you I went nine and one? Did, you did talk, he tell you I hey, went ten and zero? Hey, nine did and you go one. Ten and zero. I went ten and zero. Ah, what you say? There's a lot of nine. You think and I didn't win? I did. <laughs> hey, hey, there's three nine and ones in this room, so uh, it's not too. Okay, you're, you're not. You're okay. just average, Vince. I don't oh, want average, average in this room. You know what, Vince? Oh, if you I'm are, average, you average. You know what? You are above <laughs> average. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> hey, disrespect. Yeah. We, already, we talked about this already. As long as I'm staying ahead of that that Professor Diggs guy from DFW trying to come over here to our contest, and I'm good. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, man, okay, this is um, – I was there Diggs over. played <laughs> – I was there when they played Tyler High, uh, McKinney North, and they have the one thing that Tyler High struggled to do. They struggled to stop the run in the first half. They they did, and then McKinney North's quarterback was kind of like picking them apart a little bit. Um, this district is so t- it's 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 just confusing to me because. Ever since this district, you know, changed, you know, uh, last year, and ever since the district changed last year, you know, it, it's just, it's always been a toss-up. But Lufkin, you got to think about it. Their last good season, I don't know if y'all may remember, y'all may or may not remember this, but their last good season was really 2016, uh, in my opinion. But... To say that they had an impressive win over uh, North Mesquite, that that's that that's 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 crazy. That that's crazy. So McKinney North is gonna win this game by probably three touchdowns, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. I just don't think that that uh, not forty, um, but I, I don't think Lufkin has enough. And they're probably going to finish fifth in that district, in my opinion. So, because okay. because right now, right now I got I got Longview one, forty two, mm-hmm. um, probably Lancaster three. Three. I got I got I got Tyler High going to the playoffs. I, I have them going to the playoffs. I think they'll they'll beat Lufkin by two touchdowns next week. Um, the problem is it's going to be Longview and Forney. 
but Lufkin, there's, they don't. Tyler they, Hyde, they don't there's, have no there's no way they're making the playoffs. At well, this point. it well it depends, right? If North wins this week, like we all think they're going to, except for Vince, then the the battle for fourth <laughs> is going to be Lancaster and John Tyler. Sorry, Tyler, it's going to be Lancaster and Tyler for the fourth spot. Whoever wins that game is going to get in. And they've already lost that game. Yeah, so oh, I don't wow. think I don't so. think they can get in unless all kind of crazy stuff happens. But um, I guess I guess when I look at it, I'm looking at it like kind of like Christian's looking at it, right? One, two, and three are pretty much determined already. But to me, I just don't know that fourth spot. I don't know if McKinney North was that much better than Tyler High because they didn't even—they only scored seven in the second half of that game, and Tyler High started to storm back, you know. Um, and then, and then I don't know what Lufkin is. So I, it's like I got three teams that I really just don't know what they are really. Um, and so that's why I, it ain't that I think Lufkin is better than McKinney North. I just don't know which one of them is better out of those three alone. I, I My guess is Lufkin will probably beat McKinney North and Tyler High will beat Lufkin. That's the chaos I'm talking about right there. That's what might happen. It puts them both out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then it's like, yeah, the whole district is up in arms like, what do we do with this? It'd be easy. North, North and Lancaster be in. They wouldn't have to worry about the rest of the time. And that's the that's the unfortunate thing is we've as much as we've talked about Tyler, they've really put themselves in a spot where they've got to win some games. They did. I mean, they 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 will beat West Mesquite this week, right? If yep. they beat Lufkin next week, then they have Longview, who we don't think they're going to beat in forty, and they're going to have to beat one of them to get in. Yeah. So even if they even if they win the games they should and lose to those two, they're going to be on the on the out because they lost oh, yeah, to North. In. And, and so. Oh, yeah. You know, I think I think North man is is I think North has the third spot locked up already. I mean, I, I really think they're going to finish third, and I think Lancaster third or fourth. I think you think. Oh, you think? Okay, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. If you see it that way, yeah. Okay, if, well, that's, if North already beat Lancaster, North North beat them twenty eight twenty one. Yeah, they did. That was the first so, game of district play, yeah. so yeah, they got the tiebreak. I forgot about that. Forgot about that. I will say this uh, about McKinney North. They're their defense is kind of hmm. – their defense kind of makes me nervous. It, it really, really does because the way that Tyler High came back, I, I would just probably be like, listen, it, it, we we cannot make any mistakes with some of these teams. Yeah. But their, their defense is – their defense worries me, especially their secondary. Um, I saw Derek McFall – I think most of y'all know Derek McFall, who goes to Tyler High. I saw yeah. him kind of, you know, have his way. And Granberry, the quarterback uh, for Tyler, I, I kind of saw him have his way. So uh, they're they're gonna have to beat these next couple of games. They're they're gonna win this week, but these next comes in games, they have to tighten up on mm. defense because that was ridiculous of what I saw with Tyler High. And McKinney North. All right, so Jeremy, I'll give my pick. Oh, Corey, yeah. What was that? I was just, I was no. trying to figure out whose pick. So we got uh, Kyle and Jeremy. And myself have McKinney. Vince has Lufkin. Christian, did you say who you had? Uh, McKinney North. So okay, so Corey, you you go ahead. Well, you know I'm picking Lufkin. I'm not picking over East Texas School. I just <laughs> lose that. But I wasn't saying that. <laughs> Uh, the last time Lufkin had a double-digit win, and Christian, I know you're a young man, so you, I don't know if you was born yeah. in 2006, 2007. I was born. They were 11 and 1. 
That's mm. the last time they had a double-digit season. And we're talking about Lufkin. Now, if you know anything, yeah, y'all know Lufkin. They double-digit wins every year. This is boy outlaw time. You know, this is this is at the tail end of, of Coach Outlaw's, you know. Um, then, of course, Reggie McNeil and all those guys way after before mm-hmm. that time. So, so I mean, this was Lufkin. This is when the LP was the LP. So, but, you know, eight and four season for Lufkin, is that a good – you know, that's – that's not a Lufkin standard. You know what I'm saying? Now, to my recollection, I'm going back to all these years where they had, what, one losing season or maybe two out of almost 20-some years. It's crazy. I think they had three. Oh, wait, but, no, they, they had two. But, you know, but anyway, I'm just, just saying, that's is Lufkin back? I don't know if Lufkin is all the way back. They benefited from playing in that little South Texas, not South Texas, but that, that uh, Houston corridor district where they mm-hmm. dominated – Against Huntsville, Nacogdoches, Kingwood, they just they ran shop dollars and got to the playoffs and couldn't make it. But I don't know, and, man. And still you didn't know, get double digit wins. Yeah. No, no. Because, I mean, they front loaded their schedule because they knew they were going to make the playoffs. So they, they played some harder teams. They just, I don't think they were just that good. And now you don't want to touch Huntsville with a 10 foot ball. They've been decent. And all the rest of the school and college, those, uh, uh, Brian schools are pretty decent. They're pretty good. What one school is good, at least. Um, but you know, hey, all right. It's a brief, brief Lufkin history, though. Game seven, John Tyler's the same way. I said John Tyler thing. <laughs> Game seven. <laughs> uh, Nacogdoches and Mount Pleasant. Uh, yeah, Mount Pleasant with a big win over Marshall last week. Um, kind of put themselves in a good spot here. Uh, Guys, I'm I'm in, as impressed. Mount Pleasant, they've got wins over Pittsburgh, Sulphur Springs, uh, and Marshall. They lost their losses were Frisco Emerson and uh, Texas High. Of course, you know Texas High is kind of the class of this district, um, and that was in Texas High. They lost by four touchdowns, um, and that impresses me with the win over Marshall. Um, you know, Nacogdoches has not played Marshall yet, um, so I'm not sure kind of where they sit, but. It's it's tough to to pick against them and and Nacogdoches, you guys let me down last time. I picked you and you let Pine Tree beat you. So not this time. I'm going with the Mount Pleasant Tigers. This is hmm. one that I am that I left a blank a blank space on. I'm undecided because part of me wants to pick Nacogdoches because Nacogdoches is the home team. I think they need it more because they already have two losses in district against White House and Pine Tree, but. They lost at home to Pine Tree. So, and then they beat Hallsville, but everybody beats Hallsville. So that's not very impressive. I I just, I, but then you look at Mount Pleasant and they lost to Texas High, but they put up some points on Texas High and then beat Marshall, who we think is at least a decent team in this district, maybe a playoff team. Um, but that's a, that's a long trip for Mount Pleasant to go all the way down to Nacogdoches. Does travel affect it? That's everything that's been going through my head. And that's why I'm undecided on who to choose. But um, I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with do it, man. Do it. <laughs> Knack lost three in a row. It's Chapel Hill, White House, and Pine Tree. Oh, I'm taking the Tigers. Give me Mount Pleasant. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Because remember last week you guaranteed me they were making the playoffs, right? Wasn't it you that did that? Yes, I did. (laughs) So I've done some thinking over the weekend, 
and rethought some of my some of the things I think about some teams and looked at the numbers and and tried to get rid of any biases I have. And I was on the Nacogdoches. Me and Brett, we fell victim to uh, CM convincing us that Nacogdoches was going to win a state championship. We fell we fell for this. Let me just say Oops. this: Nacogdoches has three games left. Okay, they have this one against Mount Pleasant. They have Texas High and they have Marshall. They're not winning another game. They're going to finish the year three and seven and one and five in district. And I think that their kids have probably man. It's hard. I hate to even say this. I think they know they can't get in. Like when you look at just the, the standings and who they've lost to already and how it's going to go, if you assume that Texas High and White House are not going to lose unless they're playing each other, right? Nacogdoches is in a bad spot, and I don't think they can get in unless something stupid happens. They got to win this week, but I don't think they can. Mount Pleasant, I watched a little bit of them against Texas High two weeks ago, and even though they lost by 29, just watching them, they look pretty – I mean, they have some talent. And we've talked – K.O. convinced me of this. So I, It's kind of like that scene in Talladega Nights where uh, Ricky Bobby's dad tells him he never said that about, you know, if you're not first, you're last. And when you almost picked Nacogdoches, I was like, man, my whole life – my whole life changed this weekend. It's almost out the window if you go against them. So, uh, Mount Pleasant gets the win. And they're, they're going to not only get in the playoffs, Kay, I'm going to up you. They're going to finish third in the district. They're going to they're gonna finish third and Marshall finish fourth. But uh, And, and they'll, you know, we'll see when they get there. But I'm with you. Mount Pleasant wins this week. I was thinking about the scene where he says, I like to party. I don't know why they came out. <laughs> oh, man. I like to party. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mount Pleasant because after I'm gonna be honest with you. After what I saw Chapel Hill do to Nacogdoches, um, and then I'm looking at next district. That that district is not easy. Um, at this point, they're kind of settling for off season because, for one, I don't, I don't really think they're even big up front as far as their defensive line is concerned. Um, their secondary, I know I've talked about defense a lot, but their secondary is um, something that needs a lot of work. And Mount Pleasant is, is just to – that was really impressive of what they did to Marshall. Um, and plus, Mount Pleasant is a good quarterback too. Uh, so I'm going to go with Mount Pleasant on this one, and I'm going to say they'll, they'll probably beat them by 10 points. Man, y'all just jumping on Nack like like Nack really ain't know, that, right? that they, bad. They, they, like like they got they a good quarterback. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like they done me dirty. Yes, was... <laughs> okay, all right. So go ahead and pick them, Vince. That's fine. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go with them. I, I just somebody got to stand with them. I mean, they not a bad team. They just ran into some bad circumstances. I mean, to be honest with bad you, they came close they to beating teams that were better than them. Yeah, but at the same time, they almost beat White House. They lost by three. Man, the almost, the almost lost three. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to count for something. It's got to count for something. So well, I'm going to go with Dak, man. Well, White House pulled a pulled – a, um, and I hate to say this, but White House pulled a Alabama. They just kind of let Nat just hang around for a little bit until the end. So That's their fault. I mean, that's yeah, their fault. That's their fault. <laughs> so, man, you know. And we thought Pine Tree was pretty good. And, and I, I mean, I still think that they kind of are. And 
Mm. Nack only lost to them by three. I'm... Pine Tree's not making the playoffs either. No. Sorry. I was, yeah, I, but was this... like a hanging curveball. I think, uh, honestly, right now, I think it's Texas High, White House, Mount Pleasant, and Marshall, one of those two that in that order. That's what I think. I think it's – Yeah, I, I'm – I mm. – I mean, we saw, but Brett, we saw them. They didn't look bad against Chapel Hill. And look bad. Just Chapel Hill. Sure. Chapel Hill just is they didn't Chapel look, Hill. Chapel, well, they didn't look. I mean, they they stopped them for like a few drives, and then you have to remember though that game was twenty eight. Was it twenty eight to seven? Chapel Hill was lined up for a field goal, and they blocked the field goal, and they ran it back. They still played well. They still played well. But Vince, they still played well. But Vince, sometimes being on the field with people better than you makes you look better. It's like that girl that's really a six, but she hangs out with a bunch of nines, so she looks like she's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, oh man! <laughs> but she's still a six, man. Oh, man she's still a six, uh, even with even with hey, We can talk about even with the sloth toes, right, Kyle? Even with the sloth toes. <laughs> uh, uh, Man, I forgot about I that argument. Go, I forgot about that. I'm Gail. not, not going to respond to that because I don't need nobody <laughs> in, in, in my comment section, in my DM saying, what did you say? Man, <laughs> can't wait till this is out there uh, for everybody to hear. I'm going to go with that. Corey, you up. You, I think I know who you're going to go with, but tell us. Well, when that could go, I'm still riding the dragon shit. I'm riding the train right off the cliff. Yeah, imagine dragons. It doesn't matter. As long as they get an upset, <laughs> y'all don't win. And I win, and I get I get that one right. Did you understand what's happening? Do you understand what's happening? I got a batch of red Kool-Aid. I'm stirring it up. And y'all just y'all sip every, every week. Every week, somebody <laughs> takes a sip. Somebody takes at least one sip. <laughs> you said one. red? Nacogdoches is not red, by the way, just in case you're <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Kool-Aid. It's the general. It's the right, Kool-Aid in general. Uh, they got I'm some not, red flag. That's right. They do have some red flag Kool-Aid. That's right. Perfect. I'm off that narcotic. <laughs> <laughs> the all sixes right. or the eights or the Kool-Aid? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> all of it. <laughs> game eight. <laughs> game eight, fellas. Uh West Russ Grand Celine. Um uh, big district game is Far as uh, Grand Celine and West Russ concerned, hey, uh, hey Brett, yeah, I need to know how did Grand Celine? How was Grand Celine's hospitality Friday night? Hospitality in Grand Celine was excellent. Um, we got a we got our own little 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 booth. Uh, had our own little space. Uh, we had everything. Everything was going great. Uh, me and Vince had a great time. It was a, a great call. Two teams back and forth. Great action. Um, we had some nice replay action going on. We had a uh, we had the, a scoreboard ran by by Jalen. He was doing a great job there. Came work Isaiah was it was everything. The whole production itself, uh, still a word from Corey. The whole production was great. So everything was everything was excellent for Grand Celine. So, I got to tell you, this last time I went to Grand Celine, um, it was rough because we broke down. Uh, I was on the bus and we broke down in Grand Celine, and. I mean, it just wasn't the one of the police officers were behind us or whatever. And he was just so like, you know, so dry. His attitude was awful. <laughs> Probably because he went know, like that big salt rock they got. We did see the salt rock. I, you know, I had a Jalen and, and Isaiah with me. They had never been really to Grand Celine. So he I was like, hey, guys. 
it's a tradition. Y'all need to go lick the salt rock at your first. But, like, but they, they didn't do it. They didn't go for it. No. So no. no. He was, uh, they did not he fall did, for the banana and tailpipe. We did see it. <laughs> we did see it though. We did see it. Um, but yeah, I think Grand Saline looks solid. Their, their quarterback, uh, Jet Taylor, is is a one man show there in Grand Saline. He does it all. Uh, he intercepted, ran back a, a hundred hundred plus yard touchdown that was called back by a block in the back or kind of blindside block. Um, but he he was throwing the ball and running it. I mean, he was he was an excellent player. Um, just seeing them play, Arp Arp had. Arp was just more talented. They, they're they're a really good football team this year, um, and they went to West Rusk and had trouble. So I, I'm just going to go with the West Rush Raiders in this one. Yeah. Uh, I, I love Grant Celine. I uh, love Coach Drennan over there. I think they're they're great people. Um, West Rusk is a better football team. So give me the West Rusk Raiders. You got to uh, say it's slow. Yeah, uh, West Rusk Raiders. West Rusk Raiders. <laughs> West, 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 I can't even say it. So West <laughs> Rusk is going to get the win, right? They're going to win this game. But let me just brag on Grand Saline. We talked about a lot. We talked this. Uh, we talked about this a lot last week. Grand Saline's in a weird spot. They got three games left. They can go one and two and make the playoffs. They can lose to West Rusk. They can lose uh, to ARP. And as long as they beat Winona in two weeks, actually next week, they're going to be in the playoffs. Why, you ask? Because they're all going to finish tied two and four because Edgewood lost to Winona somehow. We Edgewood beat Grand Saline. But if they have the normal district tiebreaker, which is point differential with three teams, usually a cap of 14, they should get they should be in the playoffs, Grand Saline. So with that said, I think the game may be a little closer than we expect because they know they still have something to play for. If they were a team, maybe that, you know, we may see in a couple of weeks where teams know they're out of the playoffs and they're trying to just finish it out. They may get blown out in this situation. West Rusk is going to win a game, but Grand Saline will hang around. They'll keep it interesting for a little bit at least, maybe the half. Um, but I'm glad to hear, Brett, that you thought Grand Saline had some talent because as long as they beat Winona, and, and you know, we talked about this, is Winona sneaking the playoffs? I don't know. We'll see. But I don't think so. I think Grand Saline will get the last spot, but West Rusk will win this one. Um, I'm going to go with West Rusk on this one, uh, or West was. That that's that's um, y'all y'all just uh, y'all make me mad sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, West Russ is gonna win this game. Um, I don't. I, I really don't think that it, you know because West Russ offense is good. They kind of remind me of Chapel a little bit. Um, but their defense is really really solid, and I don't know if Taylor can hang around for. In my opinion, it'll it'll be interesting for three quarters, and then the fourth quarter it'll just kind of get out of hand a little bit. So I'm gonna go West Russ. Uh, I'll say they'll probably win uh, 41 to 28, probably. Um, so I mean, we'll see. Um, I'm gonna go with West West Rusk, but I will say Grant Celine does have a lot of talent. Uh, one in particular, um, Brett already talked about, uh, Jet Taylor. He's phenomenal playing both sides of the ball. Uh, but I kept bragging on that other kid, um, Butterfield, Peyton Butterfield. Yeah. Yeah. This dude, he had four game saving tackles. Every time somebody broke, he walked them down. He and didn't, small he didn't go catch him. He yeah. walked them down. Yeah. Every small single too. time. Like, I'm pretty sure that kid probably like, like, I got a feeling that kid might run a 4-4. <laughs> 4-3, 4-4, something like that. He was fast. 
Um, and uh, the thing about the thing about Grand Saline that bothered me, they were really good offensively, but they just couldn't. To me, I felt like they couldn't get out of their own head. They wanted they want they wanted their way. They wanted to run the football and run it well, and it wasn't working. But every time they passed, they were moving down the field, but they just wouldn't do it. And they just they, and they they just consistently would take go you know they would have dead end drives because they just wouldn't pass the ball. Yeah, because Arp was you know? Arp was going. They, they were two dimensional. They were throwing in passing and, and throwing in passing. Saline kind of you know. And, and we they, talked about this on there too, Vince. That they he didn't toss it to Butterfield a lot. Taylor didn't. He kept it. No, we thought he should have tossed it a little bit more. And that and that's what I was. That's what I wanted them. To, I wanted to see do to see them do. Uh, at one point, I talked about it uh, just briefly. I was like, "You got to get this kid out in some open field, you know, because he's too fast. Like if he's catching their fastest players like that and saving those 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 touchdowns, I imagine if you did if you'd have ran a screen or something with him and got him in just some open field, I don't think there any, anybody out there that would have caught him. And again, I think Grant Celine is good." I think honestly, man, that game could have went either way, you know. And 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 honestly, they they just they wanted to do it their way, and they lost their way. That that was what bothered me. They lost their way, and and so even into the fourth quarter, I was like, man, you gotta you gotta pass the football. You gotta pass the football because you're trying you're trying to run that. At one point, what was it like a a five wide, but it was always a quarterback sneak. And I'm like, mm-hmm. they Arp is reading that perfectly. They're not letting you they I don't think they gained a yard on that play. And every time they ran it, which was probably about five or six times, it was always met with brute force at the line of scrimmage. But they never got out of their way. So I said all I had to say this. <laughs> Grand Saline is a good team, but they hold themselves back. West Rusk is a better team. And looking at what they did to ARP, I figured they're gonna do the same thing to Grand Saline. Just real quick, too, I called this game last year, uh, Grand Saline and West Rusk in Grand Saline, and West Rusk got up on Grand Saline, I want to say 28-3 to three or something like that in the first half. Grand Saline fought back to lose 38-35 late in that ball game. So last year it was close. I think Grand Saline's team last year is better than the team they have this year. I think they're missing some weapons. They lost, um, they lost their quarterback, Jace Melton, but they also lost – two of their receivers, Hudson Griffin and Brett Kendall, uh, to graduation. So I think they got a learning curve to kind of take up this year. That's why I don't think they're as good as last year. So I don't think the game's going to be as close this year. But if for yeah. any reference, they did play them tough last season. Well, and, but West Rusk lost as much or more, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they lost more than Grand Saline did. Probably they lost the house. Yeah, I mean, so. Mata, they lost Mata in itself, and he was like – he was a one-man show on offense, and they have a new coach too, so they had to go through a coaching change. So. Yeah, but he's been there. I don't, I don't yeah. think, I don't think the coaching change hurts much. But you're right; the graduation for both teams is was pretty significant. Yeah. All right, Corey, who you got? Wes, I'm going to the Powder Blue Raiders. All right, so West Rusk. So it was a sweep for West Rusk there. All right, game nine. Uh, this game will be on NetSN. Uh, our guys in center will be on the call on this one. Is Van and Center? It's a juicy matchup here in Game Nine. Here, um, man, I I just I've seen Van um, a few times. I've watched I watched him a little bit in the uh, game last week that we had with Ruskin Van. I, I saw him when we called the game in Chapel Hill. 
Bands are a, a really good football team. I'll even say they're they're a great football team. But their weakness is they just don't have a whole lot of speed on the field. Uh, and center is just so fast and athletic. I think that's really going to hurt. Um, and, the, and center can score a lot of points. I know Van's defense has been pretty solid, but I just think the cross-Dixon combination is just going to be really tough to stop for Van. I mean, they, they had trouble with Brisbane and – and Stewart in Chapel Hill, and I think it's going to be some some sort of a similar way they're going to get beat. And so I'm going to go with center over Van in this one. This is the second game that I had left as a blank space because coming into the season, and even after non-district, I would have said center without even thinking about it. But Van's defense recently, they gave up seven points to Brownsboro, three points mm-hmm. to Canton, and three points mm-hmm. to Rusk. Now, Brownsboro... They're one and two in district. I don't think they're a great football team, but they still have some good athletes with uh, especially Ja'Kyle Baker on the outside and then the tight end. I'm going blank on his name, but they got some weapons over there. Canton, not a great football team, but still it's a rivalry game, and anytime you hold the team to out of the end zone where they just get three points, that's impressive. And then Rusk, who we've all agreed, pretty decent football team. They've been putting up some points this year, and they get held to they get held out of the end zone to just three points as well. At home. That, at home, yeah. So that's where my hesitation is because I've said it every week, defense wins championships. I love defense, and I usually side with the defense. But yeah. center, their offense is ridiculous. That same Rusk team, they gave up 48, but they scored 76. <laughs> that same Canton team, they gave up 37, but they scored 57. Like the it, center's offense is legit, and I'm with you, Brett. I think – Center is going to have a lot more speed than Van, and normally, yes, that hurts. That hurts teams, and Van didn't look real great against Chapel Hill. But <coughs> excuse me, but if I remember correctly, Van played them really tough in the first half. Chapel Hill pulled away in the second half. So I think Van's going to put up some points on Center. My question is, can Van be disciplined enough and be schematically sound enough defensively? to slow down center. Cause even if you're, even if you are the team that has the le- less speed, there's ways you can scheme to set yourself up to slow that team down a little bit. So if they can do that, then I think they have a real shot. And that's why I'm going back and forth with all that being said, I think it'll be a shootout. I think center has too much speed. So I'm taking center. Is it my turn? Yeah, we'll let you go, Nick. Go ahead, Vince. I, I'm a big defense guy. Um, so um, I, I spent part of my life in Van, too. So I'm partial to Van. But center, man, I, it's just that offense is ridiculous. And I still believe center can beat Carthage. So in order for me to believe in that, I got to believe that they can beat Van too. So I'm going to go with center. But if Van somehow pulls this off, more power to you. Because I believe in defenses like like uh, KO said, you know, defense wins championships. I believe in that too. Uh, so, yeah, 
I, I want them to win, but I, I got to go with center because I believe that center can beat Carthage. That's my logic. You know, I'd be going against who I am as a person if I didn't say this. Um, defense does win championships, and in case y'all didn't feel the air the last two, two mornings, it's been kind of cold. And when it's cold, you got to be able to do two things, boys. And I've told you this mm-hmm. before: you got to be able to run it, and you got to be able to stop the mm-hmm. run. And from what I know of these two teams, and what I know and what I've seen, um, I would be going against him if I didn't say the defense is going to win the game. Because here's the thing: the speed thing only matters if you don't have a good plan for it. Okay. And case in point, Brett and Vince, you were there. We played Atlanta. Is there any doubt mm-hmm. that Atlanta's fastest 10 kids are faster than any kid we got? Yes, it's true. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. that. You can scheme a way to take care of the speed. And I think you have to be patient offensively when you're playing a team like that. You have to be – you can't change who you are. And I look at Van only giving up three points to Rusk last week as a big – Rusk and center athletically are not that far apart if you watch the game. I mean, I think that Dixon is the best player on the out of the two teams. But I think Rusk is extremely fast, too, if you watch him. Um, I think that uh, you look at some of the other – I mean, Van beat Pine Tree, right? Van beat Lindell. They've played some teams that that offensively are very capable. Pine Tree has athletes. they got a couple of D1 kids. Lindell has the running attack that they have, and Van was able to handle that as well. Dixon and Cross are a whole different animal, right? Like, they're they're really good. Don't get me wrong. I think – listen, I'm with you, Kev. This is one of the better football games of the week, if not – that we've had in the last month, maybe, in terms of the matchup here. Um, I just can't, in good conscience, take the offensive team or the defensive team. And I think that they will have a good plan. From from what I know about Coach Moffitt, he's going to have a great plan schemed up. I'm not – I wish I could say that I'm 100% certain they're going to win the game. I'm going to go with them because I think that defense wins out in a situation like this. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a shootout, though. I, I don't think I, – I think people think that Van is challenged offensively, and I don't think they are. I just don't think they have to play that way, right? Like, I don't think they ever – You know – They put themselves in a spot where they don't have to score 40 or 50 points. So, I'm going hey, with Van. Jeremy, you, I'm going with Van. Man. I, I just look, think the game plan I'm, I'm switching. Yeah, you just I'm, switched me too. I'm you switched me too. I'm I, switching. I'm going with Van. Yeah. And I, and I didn't even I, notice that, that Rusk put up 48 on center, you know, and, and then to go play Van and only get three out of them the next week – you sold me. I'm good. Well, I'm and, going and, with Van. And the reason I'm, I'm switching is I said I said what I said the same thing you I'm said. I'm glad all y'all are switching so I can gain a pick on you this week. I, That's great. I said the same thing you said about, you know, you could scheme to to slow down the speed and then I still pick the center. Yeah. But then I think about it. I I can't do that to Coach Moffitt. I love Coach Moffitt. Me and Coach Moffitt are tight. I can't do that to him. And if and I would be going, I would be it would be hypocritical for me to preach about defense like I do and then go against the defensive I know. team. So, well, no, yeah, I'm I already Man. feel bad Yo. about it. And here's the yeah. thing. Center, center's going to get their points, right? Like, listen, when you – it's like us, we played Atlanta. Vince, you saw it. Their cat yeah. that they had that's so good, we knew he was going to get us a couple of times. He got us twice, right? They got us for yeah. two plays for 100-something yards combined. Other than that, they averaged like 2.2 yards a play. Like, you're going to give up a touchdown. You're going to give oh. up a big play. It's how can you respond. So, guys, so you fan, so you Van uh, pickers, uh, then, then who has the better defense between Chapel Hill and Van? It's not about that, but I got to do my pick. Um, 
I'm picking center. Saying. I'm picking center. And it's offense over defense. Offense over defense. And Van has a better defense than Chapel Hill. No, they don't. That weather change comment to Jeremy, that was good. That was I didn't think about the weather. Because you right. Van, Van can stop when, the they, run. when it gets cold and you pad up, it's a whole different uh, game. I understand that, Corey. I'm saying like so you if you're if you're if you're saying that you're gonna pick offense versus defense, if Van and Chapel Hill played when they, which they did, then that would say all you guys would pick Van over Chapel Hill. No, it's it's Not different. That's weak. That was no, weak too. I, I think center is very similar to Chapel Hill. As far as mm-hmm. what they do, as far as what they do, they're 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 uh, they have a lot of athletes. They've got a good quarterback, running back combination, and they they do a lot of offensive stuff. Their offense is fast paced, and they score a lot of points. Is well, that I think, not what? I think it's when you catch a team too. Like centers catching Van at home, and their Van's on fire right now defensively. Like I think if mm-hmm. Chapel Hill caught them early in the year when. Their teams are still figuring stuff out. Chapel Hill's still figuring stuff out. But I think right now, center is going to be going. And Van and center, let me just say, if, a couple of years ago when they played, uh, there was a situation that happened in center that uh, between the center and Van that these two teams really don't care for each other. Not a rivalry by any means because they don't play each other enough. I tell, but there's, I there's nobody so, likes Van for some reason. I'm, Everybody I'm has saying. a situation with Van. But, but they're going into Van's house. Van's playing really good football right now. And Van, listen, Van wins. If Van can win this game, then they'll have a week off before they go to Carthage and play Carthage for a district championship. So I think the same thing for center. Center's got kind of that same thing going on because they'll play Carthage next week. So it's a big game, but I just I just got to think go with the hot hand right now. And, and both teams are very good. I think both of them will be fine, but I'm just I think Van's defense wins out. Here's right. my thing with Brett's argument. You you can't always compare what's uh, – the common opponent thing, we use it, and I'm not so sure that we shouldn't use it, but I'm also not always sure that we should. So it's hard for me to say, well, do we th- whose defense do we think is better based on the, the, the play? Because, you know, there, there's a number of things, right? How do you game plan this? Uh, you look at a game in a non-district game and how they're – what they're showing or not showing, there's a lot of reasons why that, that doesn't matter to me. I just think – I mean, I didn't even think about events. What you said, I mean, Russ goes and puts up a ton of points against center and then only gets three against Van without watching the whole Van yeah. Russ game, which I haven't. I don't know why that happened. I don't know what the I don't know what the situation was, but yeah. I know that I trust defense over offense. And uh, I, like I said, man, it's a coin flip, right? Like I think center's really good. I think Van's really good. I think they're both really good football teams that have a chance to to do something in the playoffs when they get there. Um, especially against, especially against the district beside them that other than Pleasant Grove is not good. Yeah, another advantage they have too is they had a bye week last week, so they got to they've had two have two weeks to prepare for Van as well. So that'll be a nice advantage. I just trust Coach Moffitt. Okay, I'm with you. I I, I trust him a lot in this situation. All right, uh, Christian, we can't hear you. No, we can't hear you. Mm-mm. Can't hear you. Blink once if you're taking Van. Blink twice if you're taking. Real real quick, real quick while Chris gets that set up. He uh, says Van. B for uh, Van. Van. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it Valentine's. Is it not V for Van? Not V. So C, center. He's C he's for C, center. Okay. C. Okay. Um, one thing I'll also say is uh, 
there was much discussion. We were confused about what to do, but this is the red zone game of the week this week, Van and Center. So I'll be in Van for uh, this one as well. So I can see the uh, the center guys. Yeah, you can go say hi to uh, Shires in uh, Wallington. Yeah. To give them a shout out. Uh, they should have their new nice Netizen shirts. We just got them to them last week. So um, we got Christian back in here. Okay, so that leads us to game 10. One of the biggest rivalries in the area. The seven-mile rivalry of the Tigers of ARP and the Tigers of Troop. Guys, um, man, I think this is one of those games, too, a few weeks ago that I was, you know, I would have definitely had Troop, you know, I think they've been kind of railroading people. But they've gotten the district, and they haven't beat the brakes off of anybody, really. I mean, they beat Edgewood by a few touchdowns. Um, they beat Quippen by a few touchdowns, I think. Um, I don't know, man. This is tough. Uh, the game is in ARP. So that that definitely means something uh, when it comes to a rivalry game. You look at ARP, they've got wins over Carlisle, Joaquin, Tenahaw, Winona, Grand Saline. I, I was impressed by them in Grand Saline. I finally got to uh, I got to see them in action. Um, Troop, they've beat Edgewood and Quitman both by about the same amount of points, about three touchdowns or so. Um, Guys, this is my upset special of the week. I'm going with the ARP Tigers. Oh, no. Troop in ARP Mm-mm. for the upset. Oh, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not taking ARP. Uh, you got to be kidding me. I'm, I'm taking Troop. Uh, I think Troop stays undefeated. They're playing good football right now. They beat Edgewood Equipment in, in district play, like you said. Didn't really – I mean, they – 20-point wins. I mean, they were they were big wins. Uh, yes, it's a rivalry game. I just think this district's going to come down to Troop and West Rusk next week um, for the for the district championship. So I think Troop comes out this week against Art, trying to make a statement because of a rivalry game and trying to uh, remain undefeated and set up a district championship next week with West Rusk. So give me the Troop Tigers. Um, I'm going to take – I'm going to take Troop simply because I work with the running back at Urban Air. But, uh, you know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but no, they have they have a good offense and they have a, you know, their offensive line. I, I think that's the real reason why they're so good is because, like, they can really protect up front. Uh, their defense is not nothing to swipe at either. Their, their defense is good. Um their running back Shane, I, I think he has two or three division one. I'm, I'm not sure, um, but I'm I'm gonna take Troop, uh, Sweeney, taking Arp. That's 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 not no. Come on, man. Have you seen Arp play this year, Mr. Blevins? I, I saw them. I have play not seen them play. They look very. Ask Vince. We'll let Vince talk. They, they look impressive to me. I, I I think we've talked about that Troop. Their schedule has not been real tough. And so do we really know if Troop's that good? I think it's in a rivalry game. You throw out the records, okay? You throw the records out. We've talked about that numerous times. It's in ARP. Um, They're coming off a big road win in Grand Saline that that they really had to have. They're trying to make the playoffs for the first time in several years. ARP hasn't made the playoffs in a while. So they're trying to get in. I just think, hey, I won't be surprised if Troop comes in and wins. Um, But I think ARP has a chance. 
and I think they they can pull the upset off. That's why I'm gonna go with them. Okay. Um, Arp, Arp is good. <laughs> they got a they got a receiver. Uh, what's his name, Britt? Um, Zane Bork. Bork. Okay. Uh, I watched this dude. I watched this dude get deed up all night. I mean, you couldn't play better defense on him, and he just. You see him follow the ball, and and he just snags it out of the air. Like, I, I, I can't explain it no other way. Like, it, the DB is right there with him. But the DB, I guess in a way, I guess the difference is the DB really ain't tracking the ball. Or maybe he was, but they right there together. And every time they threw to him, he just took it away from him. And then, like, after the catch, man, after the catch is crazy. Like, there was one play he took two licks on the sideline and then he just he just turned up field and crossed the field and there was about three guys standing there in front of him and he just outran all three of them and he's amazing he is amazing he's amazing he plays but he plays the game like madden <laughs> yeah he plays the game like it's madden but i'm gonna say this i do believe as good as he is as good as uh the quarterback is that was Grand Celine's game to lose, and that's what they did. And I don't think Troop is going to do that. I think Troop is a good team. I think both of them are probably, in a way right now, I feel like they're equals. And But I don't think Troop is going to – I don't think Troop is going to play the game how um, Grand, Celine, Grand Celine did. It took Grand Celine about three or four drives to get going, to 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 get moving. I don't think Troop going to do that. And – I think it's gonna be a close one, but I'm probably just gonna ride with Troop because they six and no. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Art pulled this out. I, I've been bitten by that snake probably three or four times this year. Uh, every time I pick against Art, they win. Uh, but I, I can't go against Troop in this one. I can't. So I got Troop. Well, I have some logic here. Um... Arp doesn't have Trey Davis. True pass Trey Davis. True pass Shane Jasper. Some guys we've seen put up some big numbers this year. They got a veteran quarterback in Heron that's done a lot of things for them over the last few years. I think they're better. But at the end of the day, I'm taking Troop for this sole reason. Two guys I work with, uh, Nick Harrison, uh, Troop graduate, Kyle Copeland, Arp graduate. And I like Nick a whole lot more than I like Kyle. So I'm going with Troop. Wow. Wow. Love it. I love it. Uh, I love it, man. Uh, I will say, though, the ARP quarterback, Frank Smith, a four-year starter, Jeremy. So your logic of having more experience. I don't think they have more experience. I think it's all of it combined. I think it's mm. having Davis, having Jasper, a having point. a veteran that's quarterback, a having a coach that's been there for a while. I mean, you know. And I, I, did find out, I did find out, too, the ARP game with Wes Rusk. Uh, ARP had their two best tailbacks out. So they've got one of them still out. And they had to move a receiver over. Uh, Reed, he was impressive. They moved him from receiver over to running back. Uh, mm -hmm. And he, he had a great night, uh, Zeshawn Reed. And um, so I think Wade. That, Wade is another one that was really good. Too. Wade, yes. Yeah. yeah. Our has some good people. I don't, don't get me wrong. I don't, think, I don't think this is a landslide at all. I, I just – I can't see picking against truth. That's my problem. I can't. I can't definitively say that Troop has that. That Arp has this win, even though I watched their talent, and 
and what's his name? Frank Smith. Is it Frank Smith? Frank Smith. Dude is dude is cold. Dude is cold. But I, I got a feeling this is gonna be the they toughest opponent right here. Oh, my bad. I got rid of my two pick and watching the 49er Cowboy game. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going for the Tigers. Okay. Uh, the Maroon Tigers. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. Still nothing. <laughs> um, right, right. No, I'm going for Troop, baby. Troop, Troop all day. Uh, Trey Davis, you know, obviously, he's probably the best player in, on both teams. Um, I mean, kid, kid's amazing. Uh, didn't go to Washington State commit, Washington State commit. So, you know, Cougs, I mean, it's all good. Hey, this is what it's about. Um, no, I, I think ARP is on their way. I think, uh, you know, obviously year two was, we kind of suspected year two would be a, a better year for ARP. Um, rivalry games are always funny. You know, it can be a high score, it can be a low score, it can be turnovers. Whatever happens, there's going to be a lot of people at the game. You know, the two bands better than our band, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's it's it is what it is, man. I'm I'm picking troop. I'm picking troop over art. And, and you know, I could be wrong. Smith Dogs proved me wrong a couple of times this year. But I'm I'm picking troop this time. He's on the phone for you, Corey. Smink Dog is disappointing you guys. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about Dan Quinn. Like I said, and, I uh, picked against him three times see. this year, and, and he's proved me wrong every single time. Uh, right. so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they get this one. Like I said, I just Schmink, we love you. I'm man. not going against Davis. We still love him. I'm not going against him. Yeah, I still love him. Well, ain't nothing, ain't no hard feelings at all. It's just I, I'm this year. I'm not picking art. Let me let me say that this year I'm not picking art. They may have them next year. This year I'm not picking. All right, Tristan. Oh Lord. Um I just I I really like I really like what Trooper's done. Shane Jasper, like I said, not not just because I work with him, but um Shane Jasper, he's um he's really, really good and I, I think that's gonna be the MVP of the game. So I'm I'm gonna go with Trooper. All right. Well, that's the picture for this week. Uh, guys, I'm going to be in Dallas this week for the Dallas Covenant uh, Brook Hill game. First district game for Brook Hill, a big one. Um, Coach Hubbard, I'm sure, is hyped up and ready for that one. Um, Kyle, where, you said you were you were going to be in, uh, in Van, right? Yeah, we almost – it was between Troop and Arp and Van and Center on uh, Game of the Week, and I, I leaned towards Van Center – and that's what we ultimately ended up going with. So Van Center. Yeah, those are two really good ones. That's why they're the last two. That's why they were the last two games on our pick'em this week. Yeah. Uh, Vince, you have the week off. What are you doing this Friday night? Mm, I ain't made no plans yet. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, there's some good games around. I don't know. I might. I might find one. I might not. I don't know yet. And uh, Christian, where, tell everybody where you're gonna be this week. Oh, good old Lindale, Texas. Uh, Chapel plays Lindale. Um, like I said earlier, I should I expect it to be high scoring, fifty-eight to uh, fifty-one Chapel. Um, but you know, I'm a former Chapel player, so uh, hopefully Lindale fans don't recognize me. So 
<laughs> might go to the Lindell game. Hmm. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Lori, you got any plans for this Friday night? You know, this Friday night. No, no so Friday after that, I got jury dude. Great. <laughs> you got jury dude on a Friday? Yeah. No. Is it, what's, what's the 31st? Is that what they're doing now? I don't know. 31st. I don't, I don't know what. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. I got jury dude on the thirty first. Halloween. I thought it was man. on a Friday. I, didn't, I got ticked off. Because I, I postponed it this last time. I just right. listen, listen, Christian. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. Listen, you're gonna start getting these things in the mail. They're called jury summons. All right. Now it's your civic duty to go to these things. All right. And it's just, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's tedious. It's very tedious. But you got to do it. That's all, well, all I'm saying. Unless you have kids, and you get paid six bucks. Yeah, you get kids, you get to get out of them, like me. Does anybody yeah. really take the money when they offer it to you, though? Absolutely. I, no. took, I take my six bucks I every single to. time. I, do I, just I just donate six. it back. Come that, on, used, that used to be enough for lunch, but now it's uh, only God Godly, microphone. how much is it? I just donate it back. No, I, I take my... I mean, yeah, I, I, it depends I on how I'm feeling that day. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. It depends on how I'm feeling. That you day. made me drive up I mean, here and sit in this room for for two hours. I'm getting my six bucks just to get six dollars. <laughs> mm. Six well, I'm not, dollars. I'm not gonna give it back well, to him. I'm ready. I gotta be. For, I gotta you, be you there made, anyway. It's for the kids. You K-O. made me wait for two yeah. hours for high. I had a I had a get buddy it. of mine, um, probably about five or six years ago. He got picked to go on trial, and he got picked. Mm, hey, yeah. wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. They pick you to go on trial. That's my biggest fear. That is my yeah. biggest fear. Yeah. They did not that is settle, my and he fear. was, yeah, and he was there for three weeks. So he got, so well, he got, no, I can't was do he guilty or not guilty? <laughs> you know, I don't remember the verdict, but it had something to do with somebody robbing a gas station or something like that, I think. I don't remember oh, he's guilty exactly what it was, I'm but because they, thought, it was, Listen, they thought it was going to get settled out Man. of court. And if I ever go to jury duty and they, and they picked me to, to, to be on We trial. thought he was joking. We were like, Man, ain't no way you got picked. Nobody ever gets picked. Or no. like hey, he was they're, like, guilty. Oh, I gotta go back. they're guilty that day. If Vince I get picked, hasn't. they're guilty that day. I don't care what. I don't I, care how many times we Vince go. Vince realize what he said. Yet. Yeah, he has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if, just, you know what? Take that six bucks. If you got two kids, take that six bucks. Go to McDonald's, get them two chicken sandwiches, and and just you know that'll be their dinner for tonight. Um, <laughs> I, I, I you know, oh, but six bucks is crazy. Man. I I if I have to sit up there for two hours, I at least need thirty because. <laughs> You got a long oh, way. To, you, you got a lot to yeah, learn, my man. You got to you go, yeah, you, you got a whole lot to learn. learn. You, don't, you don't. You don't. have <laughs> to sit up there. You get to sit up you, there. It's a. It's a. It's yeah. a choice. It's opportunity. You can choose not to go. Yeah. You can choose. Yeah, you can pay a fine. That's gonna do it for the Power Plus Mouth Guard Beast from the East Show. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us this morning. For Kyle, Jeremy, Corey, Vince, and Christian, we'll catch you next week. Good luck in your pickums. This week in this week. 10 and 0. 10 and 0. It's 10 and 0. Kids. It's for the kids. <laughs> <laughs>
um, two that were season-ending um, concussions. And, you know, obviously um, we contributed to the Power Plus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've, you know, been using them. Obviously we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that, that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, and that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate. Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas. For proven, trusted medical care, you have a choice. Demand Azalea.